You're about to listen to the first experimental season of our show, formerly called Not One Presents the Podcast. For better audio quality and our current ongoing D&D campaign, skip ahead to season two featuring the Daft Monks. On this episode of Nat One Presents. Right, I want a whole menagerie yeah. of mm-hmm. animals. Like, I want a cart behind me with like 12 monkeys, a zebra back yeah. there, <laughs> an elephant, and be like, you pick- we fighting orcs? Let me see what I got back there. Yeah, <laughs> like, you picked the wrong dude, yeah. man. Adventure, heartwarming stories, role-playing that could only be seen by the gods. Here at Nat One Presents, you get all that and more. Now join us as we start another epic tale of con- just kidding. This is Nat One Presents, a tabletop role-playing game podcast that takes your favorite nerdy games and pop culture icons and ruins them with improv. Hello, and welcome to Nat One Presents the podcast. Hey, Nate, how's it going? Oh, uh, it's going. It's going tonight. That's, it's going. That's how it's going. Yeah. We got uh, Chris over here again. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, hey, Chris. Hey. Didn't see going? you on the, you know, three feet away from me. Yeah, that's because your blind is bad. I am. So at basic training, uh, you know, the drill sergeants always like find things and make fun of you. Mm-hmm. And I, if you have, you can't wear contacts in basic training. So you have to wear glasses and my, my prescription's so thick. They look like bottle caps, right? Nerd. So, so the drill sergeant was like, damn soldier, read me the, <laughs> what, what did he say? He said, read me the, uh, what's the, the lottery numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I thought that was pretty funny. Like my prescription's so thick that mm-hmm. I could read the, the fucking, future. The, the fucking See future. into the future. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was funny. No, that's I, funny. I killed the joke, but because I can remember a lot of numbers. But anyway, yeah, can't see. But uh, good to have you back, Chris. It seems mm-hmm. like thank you to our patrons for helping us afford uh, enough equipment to have a third microphone. So now Chris can kind of help keep us on track, uh, if that's mm. what you want to call the last session. <laughs> and yeah, contribute a little bit more. We can have just more than me and Nate making weird voices. Yep. I like it. It's been a nice help and addition to the Nat One Presents. If you uh, aren't a patron, become patron because we still need a camera that can actually not run out of space during some of our sessions. Mm-hmm. So that'd be great. Yep. Um, so yeah, there's still still room. Uh, we still got a place for you if you haven't become patron yet. That and we got uh, other plans coming up. Uh, there's a Ren Fair coming up that we're going to be live at. And basically, we're just going to be running around with a microphone, not connected to anything, and Nothing. just getting in people's Nothing. faces. We're just going to be totally <laughs> obnoxious. It's going to be great. Uh, what else? What else is like going on, Nate? Like with like anything? Like you watching any good shows? Or are you excited about anything coming out? I'm super. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm super excited about some upcoming anime stuff. Um, I'm not a big like Chris. I, I honestly say you're kind of a big bigger anime person than I am. Hmm. So I'm speak. a binger. So binger. I'll sit down and watch you know eight seasons of a show and. You know, a few days but i know have you seen demon slayer nate yes i have okay so everyone at this table has seen De- demon slayer and mm-hmm. everybody at this table has watched netflix's castlevania Ooh, awesome. um both, both awesome. of those uh so for demon slayer uh movies coming out in like uh i think it's next week actually it's mm-hmm. next week is the is it mugen train yeah it's m-u-g-n i don't know how to pronounce it yeah correctly. i think that's about right um but it's yeah it's like the and it's it, some anime movies are just like these totally side stories that have nothing to do with the main plot this is like a yeah, direct. This, yeah, this where is where season one ends. This is a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ooh, that's exciting. Very exciting. Um, because Demon Slayer is a really great anime. There was just one season, and right. uh, people kind of critically acclaimed. And then in Japan, this movie is topping um, even the uh, Miyazaki movies. Yeah. Well, um, Studio Ghibli 
stuff. Yep. It's yeah, exactly. Like it's breaking records. It's like the Titanic of anime. Like <laughs> basically. Uh, so it's breaking records. So it's coming here to the U S and that's rare too. Like an anime movie from Japan yeah. coming to theaters in the United States. Doesn't happen too often. Doesn't happen. So uh, I'm going to drag Chris uh, and maybe some friends next week to that. Dragon Nate to Mortal Kombat. And yeah. then, uh, and then Castlevania season four is like May, May 13th. Nice. Um, and it is the final season. <gasps> no. It is, but there is talk about a spinoff, maybe on the internet. I don't. Know. I didn't. I didn't get to called D much. Hunters. Call the D Hunters. <laughs> Do you think they would maybe commission us now? Uh, <laughs> Fingers crossed to sell off the rights. Uh, to D Hunters. <laughs> I'm. I'm super pumped though. I mean, D Hunters would make a great anime, and by great, I mean terrible. Right. But but hilarious. But hilarious. Um. No, really, Castlevania is one of my like all time favorite animes ever. It's good. Um, yeah. Holy gosh. I don't know where they're going to go with it. Do you think Dracula is going to come back? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Especially with the ending, I think, of last season. I think so. Do you think yeah. that bard, that weird bard guy is going to come back? Who made the portal and shit? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That show is trippy. It was wicked. Season three was weird. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Season one and season two. Like season two was a continuation. Season one, just more characters, better. And then season three was just like dark and fucked. Yeah. Right? That's honestly what season three was. Mm-hmm. And if you guys were watching, it, you know what we're talking about. I'm oh, not yeah. going to get into it, but the those those twins yeah and uh, the, the preacher yeah. guy or whatever yeah. like at oh. the end like what <laughs> yeah, yeah. <gasps> these uh, kids just wanted a fucking apple man <laughs> season got bananas uh-huh. uh so i'm looking forward to season four a little sad that it might be ending but we'll we'll check it out we'll uh you'll hear it from us first uh well, by first but, i mean three weeks after, yeah, three weeks after the fact. <laughs> we'll talk about it and then it'll come out maybe a month later maybe never hard to tell <laughs> these things happen so what are we thinking about doing today we have not done a class close-up in a while, and I was thinking that I assume, zero data on this here, mm-hmm. but I assume that our listeners want our very specific and insightful feedback on which and what classes to play. We had Kyle. Kyle, right, played his first game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he was a druid, though. But no, he, he wasn't. He was a ranger. Yes, that's right. Kyle was a ranger, and we were so upset about it. Yep. That not only did we admonish him in the comments of our Patreon, yep. but we also decided let's do a whole session about Rangers. So we were right. going to do a class close-up today. How and when, if at all, to mm-hmm. play the Ranger. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Say it right now, never. Yeah, so let's go into it. First of all, uh, if you've listened to the episodes before, you're going to know that Nate does not like the Ranger class. Correct. It's um, a waste of time. Yeah. And you know, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Horse, like, we'll probably get into it more, but like... We know why you don't like it. Chris, thoughts on the Ranger class? Uh, I think they are very versatile, but I think that's the issue with them is they don't really specialize in yeah, any one master thing. Master of nothing. Yeah, so they're kind of a worse version of every other class, but they can kind of fill roles in between. If your party doesn't have something, they can usually do it okay. So they're okay, kind of. That's about it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, yeah, also not like... I don't shit on it as much as like Nate does, but the truth is I've never picked or I've never been inclined to pick the Ranger right, class yeah. to play as. And that's interesting because I like utilitarian characters like the Bard that have a lot of love spells that's like, mm-hmm. love the Bard, love it. Um, <laughs> I like spells that are like kind of useless, but intended for a specific purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think Ranger was supposed to be like that, but with land. But here's the thing, like it just doesn't, it's like almost like 5e campaigns doesn't really utilize like yeah terrain's there it's part of spells but like when we play campaigns 
it just seems like DMs don't overly um, like articulate and like limit what's going on based on terrain usage like you could in the game. And maybe yep. that's where Ranger would have been better. Um, maybe? I don't know. Like, no, I could totally hot, see that. Like a, a favorite, uh, your favorite terrain or favorite monster. Like if you mm-hmm. actually talked with your DM and like, look, you're going to be fighting a shit ton of orcs in like this kind of area, be like, okay, then the Ranger might actually be useful. Yeah. You know, with with the the favorite enemy and then like bu- bumping Hunter's Mark on everything, you can actually shell out some decent damage. But in a normal game of D&D, they're not telling you that shit. Like, no. And then somebody, some jerks like the, us here at Nat One presents are like going to make up some shit and the Ranger's just going to be forgotten about in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he'll shoot his bow and then miss on his turn and then it'll, that'll be his turn. Oh my goodness. There is nothing more embarrassing to be in a party with a Ranger who just keeps missing like with their bow. <laughs> it's yeah. just like... It's just sad and right? boring. Like, it's like, because, like, I, you know, it's like they're the mind, right? And I'm just imagining when you fucking think of an archer, like, boom, like they, they're like Robin Hood, like, right. hitting, like, arrow on, arrow on, arrow on center target. Uh, let alone, though, like, at least they're hitting their target. Yeah. A ranger that just misses all the time, like, holy crap. Embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like, lame. That's lame. It'd be like a magician who can't like do any tricks. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like would you want to see that guy ever? Goes to pull I a mean, rabbit out I'm, of the hat and just grabs the bottom yeah. of the hat on accident. Yeah, I mean, like, I made that character before. But <laughs> and he was what was he? What, what uh, class is he? Um, illusionist. Yeah, an illusionist. So just With, a wizard. Yeah. Yeah. See, like every class does what would be ranger but better but better. Mm-hmm. basically that's right. i think that's kind of the theme maybe we're going to go into but let's say can we take a step back like for people that are brand new which we do have a lot of people like who don't play D or are just a little bit interested ranger class what roughly is that going to look like how do you play that class like what 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 do you in what how is it intended to be played at least base class before you get into subclasses i think we'll just uh take turns around the table chris you want to go first and then we'll sure what we think a ranger should be in a party so I think rangers kind of fill in the same role as fighters do. They are kind of, they can, they're very customizable with what you want to do with them. Um, but they're more limited to like two handed fight or not two handed fighting, two weapon fighting and ranged. Um, they have like a little bit of magic, but it's all very specific magic. So they're like, they're meant to fill gaps and that's really it but i feel like they're just they don't do it well enough for them to be a good choice it seems like the bare minimum amount of planning in a party makes the class kind of irrelevant but i think if that's really what you want to play i think they have like a very strong identity right if nothing else right and then that's what i would say is that you go into a ranger thinking okay, I know what a ranger is. It's Strider, it's Aragorn, it's this manly, not even manly, it's this strong character that is kind of at one with nature and their surroundings and is adept with with weapons, you know? And that's what you're thinking going into this. And then they have the different subclasses that can break it down. But it just doesn't provide that at all. To me, it's like, it's almost the opposite of what I'd expect. So like, Bard, I truly think of just a musician. Mm-hmm. And then Ranger, I think of this jack of all trades, can use multiple right. weapons, has multiple skills. Mm-hmm. It is almost like, though, the Bard got all of that. And then the Ranger got the, like, a Ranger to me is about specialization. Like like kind of Chris said, like, y- you're, you're meant to specialize in something to probably fill a gap. 
Mm-hmm. And in a game where it's a lot of improvisation, literally all of it is it's storytelling, but usually through on, on any good campaign right. involves a lot of improvising. And so like being super custom really doesn't help you. Um, so I don't know. To me, it's almost backwards. It's um, I feel like Ranger is like what Bard or Bard is what Ranger should have been without the instruments. It's kind of my weird take on it. Right. And if we're going just straight off the player's handbook, you should never pick a Ranger. You could, whatever you want to be, there's another class you can be, and it's going to be better. If you want to mm-hmm. be a bow master, be a fighter. Yep. Be a fighter and just pick up a bow, and you're immediately pretty much as yeah. good as a Ranger. Right. You want to have pets? What wizard? There's Druid. probably like three classes. Yeah, yeah, any the, of the, the spellcasters. Yeah, the much. warlock with the pact of the chain. You are a better beast master than the beast master ranger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just pretty much. I mean, is there anything we can objectively say that a ranger is better at? Hmm. I think they're really good at single target damage. Yes, with hunter's mark and I think uh, colossus player or something like that the upgrade to hunter's mark yeah, yeah, yeah. they can deal out a lot of damage right. to like one target and especially like if it's a favored foe yep there so can you describe some of those abilities a lot of people might know them but maybe some like me i <laughs> don't remember all the details on exactly those abilities how they work uh i think just hun- roughly not the exact i think hunter's mark is an extra d6 on a creature you've hit yep i think is the restriction for it mm-hmm. and Colossus Slayer, I think, is a D8 extra damage whenever you hit Bumps it. Bumps it up just a little bit. But then that's still just a flat thing. Mm-hmm. So it's okay at the beginning levels. Yep. Like you're strong, popping off at the beginning levels. Oh, but, but it doesn't scale. It doesn't levels. scale. Like yeah. if you look at something like Eldritch Blast from a Warlock again, it just keeps bumping I mean, up. Even cantrips basically scale at uh, yeah. your level. So again, just seems to be like this class is kind of disadvantaged in, in most cases. Mm-hmm. Um Thanks. Okay, uh, let's talk a little bit about subclasses. The, we, I mean, we we we've said that objectively, base class ranger trash. Yes, but of course, you always pick a subclass, and so there's got to be some good subclasses, right? Uh, there are if you're going off of the newer books. So the things from Xanthar's Guide and then Tasha's Cauldron, those have some actually really great subclasses, and then they tweaked. The, the ranger spells also a little bit too to to really help out and push forward mm-hmm. but the the basic ones your what hunter and beastmaster hunter should just be dissolved and that just be a part of ranger yeah it feels like that's kind of your basic ranger right essentially and then the beastmaster is it's okay now with the new spells but before it was just weak and it was trash like you had to give up your attack so your animal could attack like mm-hmm. that doesn't that ruins everything it ruins my role play it ruins my fantasy uh, me being involved in it, it's just not a good time. I could shit on the Ranger all day long. Yeah, if you listen to our D&D death match for Beastmaster versus Ringmaster, I was a Ranger Beastmaster, and mostly I ended up just, like, fighting with my Ranger. Like, right. like the Beast was, like, kind of irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it also got put in a cage, but that's beside <laughs> the point. But I think, well, if you guys haven't mentioned it already, like, familiars can die. For, yep. Like, like a, a Beastmaster's pet can just die, and it is dead. Right. Whereas like other ones, it's like, oh, you killed it. If you have another spell slot or whatever, you could resummon it. Mm-hmm. That's not the case with Beastmaster. So there's, again, more negatives almost. Again, that maybe that has changed, but. Uh, the original um, thing was like, so like uh, a wizard has a familiar and it dies. It, mm-hmm. It's just a quick recast of a spell and it's back up. But for your ranger, you need to do an eight hour long ritual to bring your buddy back up. Mm-hmm. And it was dead. Like right. it was dead, dead. It's dead, yeah. dead. 
Like, so you're just like summoning a dead animal. Right. You don't even like, get like a cool thing yeah. like a zombie Again, bear pet. Just cemetery. be a necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but I think uh, some of the redeeming things are is the flavor that comes with the rangers. So if, if we're getting away from talking shit, like the idea of it that I couldn't can be this jack of all trades woodsman coming in here and tearing stuff up. The idea is there. And if you're going to be like, what do we say earlier? Uh, a power player who's playing a ranger. So a power ranger, <laughs> if you will, like it, it does work out with single tar- target damage to your mm-hmm. favor. Uh, but yeah. everything else is just like niche. What do we, we would call that too. Like, uh, like a, a max maxer. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah max, 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 but max yeah. max were just maybe just not. Like, like not only optimizing your character, but just straight up like cheating. Right. <laughs> that, that's yeah. when you maybe you, you should be a ranger. Exactly. Uh, okay. I mean, can we even? We don't have to go into every subclass, but what are some? What are some other options that uh, a ranger can do as a subclass? Um, we talked about beastmaster. We've talked about. <laughs> we didn't really talk about hunter, but it's just like that's just the shit it should have. Right. I like um, the idea in Xanthar's of the gloom stalker. I like that. Like like we said before, that flavor of it, like mm-hmm. you're just this guy hunting creatures in the shadows kind of deal. Like you get a bunch of bonuses to uh, like nocturnal creatures and things like that and some mm-hmm. damage bonuses. I, I just like that idea where like you're really like this roguish ranger who excels in killing like underdark creatures. And that to me, like I want to play that class. Yeah. Flavor-wise, if you ever play Diablo, it's like a demon hunter, Ooh, essentially. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty like much demon hunter, right? Yeah, yeah it's pretty yeah. much that in a nutshell. Oh my gosh, yes. I would then I would be super into that as well. Um, what else? What else we got? Um the Horizon Walkers, whatever, but the the one after that, what was it? Um no, not, not that hunter. one. It was the Monster Slayer. So the Monster Slayer, after making I made a bunch of characters to try to test out for myself as a monster slayer. And it's loaded up front. Like you're going to shell out damage right up front in the low levels and you're going to be fine going out. But it peaks kind of around level eight, 10. And then you see it just going back into the ranger class. They're like, mm-hmm. uh, that was all we had. Yeah. So hopefully the campaign's over by then. <laughs> hopefully you save the fucking day. Yeah. Hopefully we're not playing a long campaign or anything like that. But I haven't been over the Tasha's Cauldron of Everything ones yet, and the Swarm Keeper one looks really cool. Yeah, that reminds me very much of like uh, if you watch Naruto, um, who would yeah, dude with sunglasses. Yeah, all the, the time. dude with sunglasses with the the bugs. I can't yeah. remember his name unfortunately, but like I always thought he was like because he's so starkly different than the rest of the other like like ninjas that I was like he's pretty badass. Like I could see that right, like, like a swarm like controlling not just a couple or like or a, a variety of things, but swarms are just like massive amounts of stuff. I don't know. That, that seems cool to me. Right. And then like looking over stuff, let's see uh mighty swarm, your swarm abilities increase with dramatic effect, being able to knock the enemy prone. That's awesome. Having abilities like that. But then like we go back to the fighter gets a bunch of shit like that, where you can attack someone mm-hmm. and have like repost or then knock prone if knock them with your shield and all these yeah. things. So it just depends if you really want that flavor of the ranger and you just don't want to say I'm a fighter like you want to say you're a ranger and then you get a little bit of spell casting with it, which is also a good perk. Yeah, but it's so hit and miss. It's just tough to get really excited about it at this point. It's kind of in the same vein that like Eldritch Knight. It's interesting, like subclass for a fighter. But also the spells aren't really that great because you're like so limited in the schools that you can do. 
uh, ranger is kind of the same thing on like spells you can cast are like very specific situations that you actually want to cast them besides i think that they can get heal wounds i think i think they have our cure wounds but again it's like very limited those are like touch spells which kind of goes against what ranger does you want to be either really far away from everybody or you want to be directly in combat so it's they're it's a real mixed bag with their spells if we were going to just like start fresh like we're making ranger now Mm mm-hmm what 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 would you guys do? What would some priorities be to like make this class like more interesting and more fun to play? I like, like what's that. an ability or, or something you'd uh, want to do? Because like you made the Beastmaster, mm-hmm. I love the idea of having the animal companion. So they have a cap on it right now. If you're not doing the the new spell, if you're going with the old one, they have a cap where it's like a CR quarter or something mm-hmm. like that is the only it's, animal that you can bring up. It's super low. It's low, yeah. So I think you should be able to adjust that and then tweak how your animal can attack. Like you should be able to attack with your animal in conjunction, just like what you would picture in a fantasy movie or real life. Like, okay, I'm going to attack and then my motherfucking zombie panther is going to attack at the exact same yep. time, like double mm-hmm. team them. Yeah, I think not only that, I would like to be say like you can add because everybody else can have a familiar. So not just a higher CR, but like you have like a list of like these abilities and you can like pick an ability for your familiar, for right? Your beast, mm-hmm. something like that. So that it's makes the being a beast master a little bit more like, yeah, like if you're a beast master, you don't just like have a pet, but like you trained it to do something cool. So yeah. like feats for, for your, your pets. Ooh, for your pets. That mm-hmm. would be cool. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. I think it'd be interesting to, to put like, instead of having a CR cap for like the beast that you can summon, have like a CR total that you could have. So you could also have more. Ooh, multiples. Yeah. yeah you could have different ones Ooh. to like cover different abilities that you want. I think that would be more interesting because, again, if it's like Beast Master, it's not like you only have one. It's you are yep. a master of beasts. Right. I want a whole menagerie yep. of mm-hmm. animals. Like, I want a cart behind me with like 12 monkeys, a zebra back yeah. there, <laughs> an elephant. <laughs> And be like, um, you pick- we fighting orcs. Let me see what I got back. Yeah, <laughs> like, you like, picked the wrong dude, yeah. man. I, uh, and we're not, of course, considering too much game balancing going on right now, but I wouldn't mind something kind of, cause you know, we like to like kind of fuck with things and have fun and right. I believe in failure. So I don't mind abilities that kind of let you fail if you're not careful. So I like the idea of like, almost like Pokemon. Like when you have a Pokemon that's too high a level, it might not mm-hmm. listen to you. Something like where you can like, you can tame beasts. So like a skill where you actually like, meet enemies and then you tame them mm-hmm. but then like based on maybe cr and other values um a cr if you're listening is just kind of like challenge rating challenge rating which is just like supposed to indicate how strong yeah, or difficulty something right. is. for so, like yeah. a one-on-one situation i think is the number i'd like to see it that like you can have really high cr stuff but there's maybe some backfiring or like it just doesn't listen to you or it's inaccurate. Like it will yeah. attack a group of people. Ooh, you know, yeah, like going around page, like, right? You know, it could do like AOEs. And, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, stuff like that would be a lot of fun too. Um, you know, that's, it kind of reminds me of like the well, wild magic sorcerer. Like a yeah, yeah, little, yeah. little bit of controlled chaos, you know, and mm-hmm. like that's not enough usually to get, <laughs> I could kill a party, but yeah. it's usually honestly mild. It's just inconvenient when yeah. wild magic goes off. So something like that where, Mm-hmm. Right. not so overpowered but it, it could be fun and i really wish in 5e that they had something where you could just completely give something up to have for your subclass so for ranger completely give up your spellcasting ability mm-hmm. and put that towards your animal companion abilities like the yeah. idea i had with the the druid and the witch doctor idea where you could do necromancy spells but then you lose your wild shape mm-hmm. 
But I'd be perfectly fine with that. Because, like, fuck Wild Shape if I can have a whole horde of fucking yeah. fungal zombies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the the same thing with the Ranger would be great. Like, just completely ditch your spellcasting ability. And then, like we said, like, have animal perks that you can have with your companion. Have a whole menagerie of animals. And I think that would make the Beastmaster class really fun to play. Yeah. Absolutely. Bare minimum, because a lot of that, right, right, goes into, like, game balancing and whatnot. Right. But bare minimum, I would say, like, when I was Beastmaster for our, our deathmatch... Um, I had to take like a cavalry feat to even be able to like ride my animal. Right. So like, mm-hmm. don't make me have to take feats to even just be a beast master or like be like certain stuff just needs to be taken out and like added to kind of like you said, that whole hunter subclass, just add certain stuff and make, right. make it just a little bit more viable so that then I can take feats and customize it a little bit. But it's almost like when I see people building ranger classes, they're, they're forced to like, just build basic functionality with using feats, using yep. the extra stuff that normally you, you use to make your character cooler or yep. more specialized. Right, or bump um, up your stats, but now you're fighting yeah. like, okay, do yeah. I bump up my stat or do I take something that yeah. can be useful? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not like a fun creative thing anymore or a direction now. It's like, this is the only way I might even be relevant, maybe. so Right, mm-hmm. and that's tough, man. Um, In pop culture, we talked about, right, so Strider slash Aragorn, what, like, where else do we see like a good ranger that like maybe we could like model like in the future? Um, yeah, I mean, Chris had a good one, like demon hunter kind of versions right. um, from, from Diablo. Um, but there's gotta be other, like, come on, like tracker type. Like, right. People. Cause what's the super popular one? Dritz. Yeah. Is the, the big one. He's the two weapon fighter one with I the think. Panther. Yes. And he's badass. And it made me automatically think he's not a ranger. <laughs> he's just a guy at the Panther. Who's Strids? Uh I think it shows it up. Yeah, that guy right there. Oh, okay. So he's from like D and D Lore? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. Like he, the novels and stuff. He's a drow elf and he's like this is what Ranger is, and that's what like a lot of people kind of gravitate towards when they think of Ranger. At least when it comes to uh D and D. Yeah. I'd also just like to, uh, it's not so much pop culture anymore, but like, I'd like to see Rangers be more like tacticians, like versus just, hmm. I, like, they're like the strategy people, in my opinion. So yeah. I'd almost like them to be oh. able to like anticipate moves better and stuff like yeah. that. I, I know a Ranger in pop culture. Green Arrow is one of them. His yeah. whole thing is like his quiver has just a million different types of arrows mm-hmm. where he can like, if he wants to knock someone out, he pulls out an arrow that's got a boxing glove on the end of it. Yeah. It's like silly. But or like, like that's gas the, comes out of it and like yeah, puts people to that's like the shit. general idea. Him and Hawkeye being like kind of the superhero equivalents, but they're really just dudes that fire bows and arrows. Right. You know, they're still kind of lame, you know, <laughs> they're not the best like yeah. a ranger, you know, but they're there and they're supposed to be the tacticians. But right now, if you want to play a tactician style character then you're there, better off going with that rogue one yeah, was there's the mastermind a mastermind rogue, rogue yeah there's a rogue there's... subclass that is exactly that right and yeah I, I think like there's a place for that but it could still vary in terms of like like uh, a ranger tactician should like understand the landscape better and should be able to modify it more than like lame ass terrains or like okay you can you have choice speed in this like shitty terrain right. like that's dumb shit I, yeah. I want you to be able to like like literally like you have high ground you have advantage like you know shit like that right like yeah. just whatever um and that could be due to like the type of games that we play too because we play sure. fast-paced go 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 battle finish through the story go and then i know a lot of people out there like to play the long slow games where like when you travel like it takes time yeah. and you have to forge for mm-hmm. food 
And then if you're playing a game like that, then I think the Ranger really shines mm-hmm. it, in it something is. like that. It is. Uh, you know, encumbrance, I've never played a game where we use like adding up the weight of your equipment or yeah. anything no. like that. Um, now, that I don't think that's necessarily popular opinion. I don't know. Like, I I played with a couple great groups and none of mm-hmm. them have done it. But I don't know if I could say that that's the majority of people, though. Right. Do people I- generally play with encumbrance I, I don't think so i think it's like just very rare cases of just like you're trying to carry something that's like three thousand pounds it's just like yeah okay you can't really do that i i think when probably you know with most new groups right there's always like some new players and like there's so much to learn and like there's mm-hmm. already a learning curve for D that like adding and adding up like yeah. the way your equipment like that's just like that's not the fun part they should be learning right. you just want them to show up and like know their job and their mm-hmm. abilities and skills and so like i think it starts with that and then people never learn the rest of the like so it's probably like 20 or 30 percent of the game nobody even knows because we yeah. always focus on that like core kind of necessary like 70 percent mm-hmm. that is needed to play right the game get in and get out yeah like please show up next week just speaking like purely role play what would be like a funny like our fun you know a nat one style ranger Ooh, um, that's tough definitely i i would think like a ranger who's like just like perpetually lost like type deal like mm-hmm. like he doesn't know where he came from like and like he can only find things by accident yeah, amnesiac um, ranger yeah something like that yeah like like the like the less he remembers the like more powerful his tracking it i don't know something weird mm. or you know hates nature yeah <laughs> i could see like a pirate tracker like you know like giant depth with like the compass it's like yeah, yeah. And if you don't know what you want like the compass like yeah just point spins anywhere. around constantly i could see like that kind of ranger who's like he's like the best in his industry when he knows what he's actually looking yeah. for like that type of deal it just turns uh, out he's in a slump yeah. right he's, he's just he's having a day uh, or a year or a decade <laughs> i think that would be fun like a cool i, I would want that ranger um Basically, I think the theme and everything we just said is like somebody who's confident, but not not confident. Uh, yeah, but not yeah. confident. Um, for sure, I think that would be any of those angles I would enjoy. Um, so looking back on it, um, have you ever played? Because I know you, Nate, have never played a ranger. Never. Chris, have you ever played a ranger? No. I have made a bunch of rangers because all the ideas sound cool in my head. Like I'm gonna make this. But actually getting to the table, I'm like, no, this ain't going to work out for me. So when the games that we played, have you ever been impressed by something that a ranger has done ever? Never. I mean, I, I do think this goes to I play with certain groups that like prioritize like having fun, like improvising uh, so we don't do things like really taking the land or like certain stuff into account. But no. I, I don't think I've ever, and in fact, I'm usually underwhelmed, right? Like, I think, like, good bears is fucking stupid. Right. Shit like that. Like, I'm usually just like, really? Like, what a mm-hmm. waste of a skill or an ability or. Like, you got berries in your pocket. Like, congratulations. Yeah. Like, I'll drink a health potion. Yeah, exactly. And not eat I'll your nasty part of a health berries. potion. <laughs> yeah. You know. I think there's been exactly once that rangers have been, like, very helpful, and I think it was passed without a trace, Ooh. which I think is a ranger specific thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think other classes can get that. But it was actually a campaign that we were a part of where we like dropped in and we were surrounded by drow and it was like, yeah, we're going to die unless we get out of here and pass without a trace actually let us escape. There was like, there was really no other way for us to get out, but we managed. <laughs> so to. you were most impressed by a ranger helping you retreat. 
Like that's that's as good yeah. as it gets. But now, I'm not saying no. I, I get that, but like that's, that's it. Like the best tier. example we can think top tier is retreating. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, again, it's that like super specific situation where you need something, and it can provide. Right. So at the end of the day, when do we think it's best to say, "Hey, you know what would fill this gap right here is a ranger class." And in my head, I'm thinking we already have a full party. We already have a healer. We already have damage dealer. You know what? Let's just round it out. And you can just be a ranger and try to make something up and at least throw in some flair or something to kind of bring life to it, a life to the party. And if you miss all your shots, no big deal. Maybe you're a goofball yeah. that everybody loves. I would say you have to have like a party dynamic who's willing to like listen and let like somebody be useful. Like, I almost feel like like it wouldn't work for any of our parties, right? right? Because we usually like there's no leader, there's mm-hmm. no like oh like people are competing to do their dumb thing is what usually happens right. in our parties. Mm-hmm. But if you had a party where we're like, all right, only the ranger like knows how to get us through this like this area. Ooh yeah, and like, like force it on. Yeah, kind whether of they're good or not, that would be fun because then you could laugh at them when they fail, or you like you know you like go in trusting them and maybe you lose trust. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. But when it's like because there is a tendency to be. <laughs> lame or just like disappointing yeah it, when when you just like only give them one shot like at, in like an hour and then they do something lame you're like no over it right you never know, again it's never gonna work but if you have a party where we're like all right all there's on you like what do we do then i think it would be more fun if you're gonna let somebody play that kind of role in your party and you're gonna stop and you're gonna listen mm-hmm. i think that person that is when you should have a ranger in your party. I think that would be fun. And like actually give the ranger an opportunity yeah. to shine. No one can mm-hmm. navigate. Like you have to, it has to like come from the, you know, the ranger. It has to be someone you. that's already yeah. skilled in yeah. this particular. Right. Or you have to roll banana rolls to mm-hmm. like, you know, get through this. Um, I like that a lot. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, we never do it. Right. Because <laughs> like, we just don't that's, listen. You that's know? too much planning and organization. Yeah. So we'd be like, I'm just going to go kidnap a guide yeah. <laughs> and keep him in my bag. <laughs> it would always, and like, it would, we would retreat out of like a haunted forest to go kidnap someone from a market, you know, from like a tour guide from a town mm-hmm. before we would just ask the ranger. Right. To I'd show throw us. him in my bag of holding. Yeah. And then by the time we got out to the woods, it'd be like, oh shit, there's no air in there. Yeah. He died. All right, let's go get another one. <laughs> That's another thing. Uh, <laughs> I think like items such as bag of holding and other stuff like make it so you don't even need a ranger like if you Mm -hmm. had to be limited with your equipment and couldn't just hoard everything then like you would maybe need the ranger to forge for food because it's food or ammo and you need ammo but that never happens either like you know nobody plays that way and then there's even items that help you cheat that so i think i would say one of the things though is if you're limiting ammo that makes ranger even harder to play oh, if they're yeah. like range because it's like you only got so many arrows and then you got to go fucking pick them up right so it's almost like uh it's like a lose lose or catch money too because we're saying like oh a ranger might be good if you have like encumbrance and stuff but if you have encumbrance your ranger is actually less useful because yeah. it has to carry all this shit. so many arrows so yeah. it's almost like goddamn yeah you know it seems like rangers are really only good if it's someone that's already very good at playing D as a whole and they can like compensate for all yeah. of the weak points. It would be like imagine playing Diablo and all that inventory management, and then that person had to like talk about that out loud, mm-hmm. like on their turn of like, well, I <laughs> yeah. need to like combine these jewels, and then I need to like, uh, I'm gonna actually move this over so it fits better in my bag. Yeah, and then I can put like two smaller items next to this longer item, like that. Nobody. And that's yeah. going to cost me 120,000 gold. And yeah. then I got to go back and sell the helm of power. See, I think that would actually be, again, I like stupid shit. I would play with the like 
overly logistical mm-hmm. like the banker like class. such a bore yeah who's like the fucking banker from monopoly right. like that clearly wouldn't work guys like that's poisonous this leaf doesn't grow in this region and like that bark is gonna give you a rash like you know like i'd almost want to take yeah. notes so i could yeah. prove them wrong at yeah. some point and be like i'm gonna take this motherfucker down be like nah last week you said it was fifty thousand gold now you're saying it's 75 yeah. caught you in a lie <laughs> got him now i'm out of here because this isn't fun <laughs> it sounds i don't know maybe it sounds better out loud than it, it would on paper but um i i could see that right so I, I i seriously think that if you do want to play a ranger like kyle's playing a ranger right now and he said he had a great time so i think he has probably a good dm so i think uh, a a combination of a serious role play adventure combined with a good dm to allow you to maybe tweak things mm-hmm. the that can work or just let you play to have fun, I think that would be the best combination to make a ranger like a viable choice. Yeah, I, I agree. Flexible DM and then a party who's going to like actually try to rely on you and your your skills a little mm-hmm. bit. Right. Canon, not canon. Um, man, you know, rangers are so lame. I got nothing else to say. <laughs> I yeah. know. This might be the shortest episode ever because we picked a lame ass class. Yeah, it's and tough. That's all there, you know, like I don't really know what else there is to say. I mean, I still, at the end of the day, if I would still say pick someone else. Like, right. really, like, to, to be honest, I still, like, we talked about how you could make it work. And if you're just like, oh, just the Oregon's so bad. Cool. You can do it. You know, those are mm-hmm. the conditions we just described to make it possible. Right. But if you're like, I just really want to have fun, don't pick Ranger. You know, right, like, yeah. we, we can go ahead and, and say that. that yeah. Like, despite everything, what we want it to be, what it could be, maybe some of the, fle- like, things that it is actually good at, doesn't, it's not enough. Just be ready to sacrifice your character around level eight and roll a different class. Yeah, yep. exactly. Be fine. Because you break it down. Like, what do you want to play? Be like, okay, I want to dual wield. Fine. Go be a rogue. Go be a fighter. fighter. Mm-hmm. I want to have an animal companion. You know what? Be a wizard, a warlock, or be a fucking druid. <laughs> Circle of the shepherd. And then you got all the fucking animals you want right there. Anything you even, else? You can even be an animal if you want. Right. Boom. Perfect. You can be Jackie Do Bears. And then what else is there? You want to be the tactician? There's rogue again. Mm-hmm. Basically, I think rogue took a lot of the stuff that makes a ranger a ranger and mm-hmm. just made it better, especially then they get sneak attack on everything. Hunter's Mark gives you 1d6, but sneak attack scales with you, but yeah. crushes it. It scales a lot better, too. Oh, yeah. And we didn't even talk about it. if you have like a DM who actually wants to do the whole like arranged attack like within five feet, like you know, oh like, that garbage, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, then have fun being a ranger. Like hopefully you've like put stuff in other weapons and other equipment that you have right. to carry around. But it just I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I'm just like fuck this class, dude. Like, right? Literally, hell no. Yeah. It's a hard pass. Yeah, I wish they would have continued on with the the total rework because I know Wizards was talking about it. You like just scrapping the PHB yeah. version and like, okay, here's the new Ranger. And then I was reading the Unearthed Arcana and it's actually really nice. Mm-hmm. It's scalable with the fighter as far as like your damage output and everything. And it gave you that flair. And I guess they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Nah, too I, much work. Yeah. I wonder, I don't know. I've heard, like, it's one of those things like you hear it every year. But word on the street. I, word on the street, right? Is that like version six or version whatever oh, D&D is coming? I just keep hearing more and more rumor mm-hmm. mill stuff, but nothing official. So maybe in my in my wildest dreams, it's that they're holding on to the good ranger for the next. They improved it, and they're just like, why save a sinking ship? Let's just in the next version, right? Like, Let's just make a new ship a instead. Let's just make a new ship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly.
Ooh, that's going to be tough. Like, since we have a little bit of time, what do you think about adjusting to a new system? Like, if uh, 6E comes out, do you think we would transfer to 6E, or do you think we would continue to just play 5E rules? I think it would be different for different people at the table. Um, I would immediately just spend all my money on new stuff um, because I like new things. <laughs> right. <I get> <laughs> Shiny. Uh, no, yeah, just like I think. Um, and also, I definitely came to 5E years later. I don't know when 5E came out, but. A little while ago. Um, I came to it late and I did it because I just wanted to make friends. <laughs> and so it's almost like I was already so behind that like right. people already like read books and lore and like, read, like I just from the get go felt behind going into six i would absolutely read all that shit mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> and i feel like i would be like more invested so yeah I, I would love to start fresh i don't know i feel like everybody people i talk to or people i read online like they're all waiting for six i think mm-hmm. they would be down right. and because a lot of people still do like 3.5 like right. mm-hmm. and and there'll always be people who like the last version but well, i that, think that's the version before the last version yeah. well, right true. nobody liked four no oh yeah nobody Everybody I talked to four. Fucking yeah. hated four i i feel like people are still looking like five went in a different direction than like 3.5 did they went very player friendly and they tried to make things like like streamlined, streamlined yeah a lot of stuff. it made it a lot easier to get into so which worked out for us you know just starting out because this is the only edition i've ever played mm-hmm. i have the advanced D D book and man, I read a couple pages in that. I'm like, this is fucking complicated. Like, this is fucking was like- that for three five? The advanced? No, D&D it's or? for advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Like so one playing. Oh, okay. Like first edition. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was, it's like reading like a computer repair manual. I'm like, <laughs> huh. yeah. old, I see old, the pretty picture. That's something. Old school tabletop RPGs are so like number crunchy. Right. There's like a million different things. So it, it's definitely intimidating and tough to get into and. Very hard to get into like a flow when you're playing. And I think five E is is like like too much for me, but I don't play a lot. I'm the the least uh tabletop experience kind. Right. But I can see what you're saying. We're like, it would be nice to be like, okay, six E's the game now. Everybody's starting fresh. Nobody yep. knows more than somebody else. We're we're all on the same playing field. I would. Let's learn it together as we play. Because yeah. I'm at the point where I just play the classes I'm comfortable with, kind of because like I don't want to be the guy who doesn't know all of my class and i don't want it like there'll always be like chris will literally just always know more than me even though it's not we started around the same time so he's not the best example but yeah Mm -hmm. i would feel more confident to be like i'm just gonna play these random new classes right because everybody's learning so yeah i'd be down i mean it's not really a ranger thing but (laughs) i'd be there might be a ranger there or they might just scrap the class altogether Mm -hmm. and just make it fight one can hope (laughs) just give honestly just give ranger type abilities to other classes you know maybe that's what they'll do they'll get rid of ranger just make it a subclass of fighter and put in like artificer as just like one of the core ones yeah because ranger makes sense if you did get rid of ranger right it would it could make sense for druid it could make sense for rogue or definitely makes sense for rogue it could make sense for like fighter i mean it could Mm -hmm. like it could work for so many other things you know or like even like a bard plus a ranger to me is like a cartographer. So I don't know, you know, or right. maybe an art, art officer. So I, I think like it could just be moved, like put into other stuff, which is unfortunate, Sorry. but it is what it is. It is what yeah. it is. It, we don't have to like, Hey, we've been playing games long enough that like, you know, you play gone legends, like there's a guy with a bow and like, mm-hmm. cool. Doesn't mean it needs to be a class in D and D honestly. No, yeah. right. Like, I think it's fine uh, to switch it up in different versions and like they're, they're going to launch with at least, you know, a dozen or something like classes, something like that. Maybe just eight. Or I don't know. Yeah. Make a number out of mass. But I, <laughs> I honestly think like it's okay if you don't want like 
they'll have some kind of magic they'll have some kind of melee and they'll have some in between like it, mm-hmm. and so we don't if there's not a wizard next one because there's three other types of magic i'll be okay with that mm-hmm. i don't think it'll happen probably but. not oh yeah what if they make it something like a path of exile where there are no set classes and it's like do you want to just do melee or do you want to yeah. do magic or do you want to do something in the middle there and like, and then you completely customize what your character is. Path of Exile is so hard to get into. It's I wouldn't so want hard. That, I wouldn't want that to be like not digital. In just books. like presented to me. <laughs> yeah. Paper. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I think what our, our Ranger conversation has talked into is like, at this point, we'd rather just play a different tabletop RPG. Like, yeah, that's, how, that's, that's how much we don't like Ranger is like, <laughs> if we're going to have to play Ranger, we'll just go play Call of Cthulhu or some other stuff. Ooh, fuck yeah. Which we do have, we have a bunch of stuff. I bought I bought the starter, a basically like starter board game of D anD D to try to play just to like figure it like just for fun. But then we want we we, we do play ish Call of Cthulhu. But there's a, a ton of TTRPGs that mm-hmm. I would love oh, yeah. for us to like. Honestly, it'd be cool if we if it wasn't such a learning curve and like yeah. the fact that you're like a parent and like some of us have jobs and shit. Like it would probably be cool if we could just learn those games and try them because D&D probably isn't the end-all be-all. Right. Um, but it's the most accessible if someone brand new or someone in our listeners is going to pick up a yeah. game, it's probably going to be D&D. Right. And yeah. it's the idea you go into thinking about like Stranger Things, like they're playing D&D. It's the the tabletop RPG that's like the go-to that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think everybody should play Call of Cthulhu because it's far superior. Absolutely. If you like, you know, skill checks and just like role-playing and kind of just more like well-rounded characters that just because, like, combat, I think, is the least fun thing in D&D. But, like, that's what a lot of the game is built around, right. honestly. Yeah. And, like, honestly, there's more there's more skill and literal, literal verbiage around fighting than there is about just, like, right. role-play skills. It's, like, the most complex. Because yeah. your, your role-playing is just whatever. Like, you only have so many skill checks you can mm-hmm. go through. And then at yeah. the end of the day, you're like, you know what? Just give me a, a dex check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even care about the other shit. Just give me a dex. Exactly. All right, well, we, we add, managed to add another 15 minutes to the Ranger <laughs> episode that we were really struggling. You're welcome. Uh, thank you for listening. As always, go ahead, and if you're on social media, uh, share share your favorite episode with people uh, who don't. We're always looking for new listeners, new viewers, want to build our community. <laughs> um, leave us a review if you're on Apple Podcasts or if you're listening to Overcast, hop on in Apple Podcasts real quick and leave us a review. That helps us out, gets us in the charts and whatnot. Um we have a Patreon if you want to help us get more equipment, get better stuff. If you want us to spend more time preparing, actually know what we're talking about so the episode can go more than 35 minutes, right. then uh, help fund this hobby so we can make it suitable and our, our spouses don't yell at us. So please, uh, please. Uh, thanks for listening and we will see you next week. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Bye. See you.